0: Welcome to The Coat Hanger on 2 107.3. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast and record this show, the Gadigal of the Eora Nation, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present. The Coat Hanger is a show and a podcast where we tackle women's footy with a Sydney view. I'm your host, Fiona Lamb, coming to you from my uh, my childhood home in uh, Chatswood West, and that's Camaragal Land, and I'm joined by...
1: Lauren Hodson and I'm podcasting, broadcasting to you from the Sutherland Shire, which is on Darwall country.
0: I'm actually in my, my old childhood room. It's been redecorated for my nephew, who's now very, very grown up, so it's kind of funny. Anyway, in this, our round six show, and I do actually have to have to say, Loz, I know you said round six last week, but it's actually round six because we've just done round six. So this is the round six show.
1: Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> yeah, I got confused because in the script, I know sorry, I was now, wrong. But in I the was script wrong. two weeks beforehand,
0: I wrote the wrong. I just wrote it through,
1: but like I noticed what you've done is like, say at the start you might have said four, and then at the end you said five, and I'm like, I did. I don't freaking and know. I
0: Apologise. <laughs> anyway, so, let's sorry let's that. keep going. That's all right. Yeah. So <laughs> in this our round six show. you... <laughs>
1: Gonna be I'm, a just,
0: I'm just going to keep no. I'm going to keep going, power through for season eight. We we're going to talk about the Giants match. We will cover the Swans match. Talk about leading goal kickers and rising stars, and of course, talk about our tips and answer the big questions like where is Loz's mum <laughs> on the ladder? That is
1: the big question.
0: So let's get straight into it and talk about the Giants match. Well, hallelujah. They are off the bottom of the ladder. They got their first win ever this season in round eight. I was a bit worried it might not come, so bit yeah, of a relief.
1: It is. I mean, yeah. To look, to go winless in the first five rounds is is obviously pretty disappointing. And I will tell you what, at quarter time it wasn't looking too good, feed, because no. it was uh, the Eagles were two 4 sixteen to the Giants two behind. Uh, but by halftime, it was even. And then uh, we were talking about this off the air, but uh, in the third quarter, they held the Eagles scoreless. They kicked 20 points themselves. And, um, you know, they they went on with it. But really pleasing was, and look, we've come used to it, but, we're, uh, you know, Elise Parker, it feels like we talk about her every week. Yeah. But she had not as high as positions as she has in the past. Like she. I say she only had 23, but 10 of those were clearances and 16 were contested possessions. Um, I mean, she just, she just every week, she's just in the, the top players, whether it's for possessions, whether it's for contested possessions. And then I mentioned on the, the pod last week, Zali Goldsworthy, you know, she's one to watch. Um, you know, she was all class and one of the Giants best as well on, uh, on Saturday. And... Unlike the last time they're out of Blacktown, no red-belly black snakes. <laughs> so you know, maybe that was a bad omen from last time. I don't know.
0: Maybe, yeah.
1: Yeah, look, certainly um, a much improved showing, and uh, I mean, look, hopefully this can turn their season a bit. You know, it gives them a bit of momentum going into the, you know, this this second half. It gets them off the bottom of the ladder. Um, you know, gives a bit of confidence and, and can show, you know, the things I have been working on are, you know, they are there and, you know, a lot of positives there. But, um, yeah, I think it would have been a lot of relief as well.
0: Hey, it's Elise Parker here and you're listening to The Coat Hanger. Well, speaking of the ladder, before we get onto the Swans match, <clears throat> who's on the bottom of the ladder? Western Bulldogs. Now, I've got to say, I've been following this competition since the start and I happen to have noticed that the Bulldogs, Western Bulldogs, were premieres in Season 2. What a fall from grace, huh? What a fall from a great height. So premieres in Season 2 and winless and bottom of the ladder in Round 6, by the end of Round 6, I should say, uh, in Season 8. My goodness.
1: Yes, my goodness, and uh, they weren't the exact words Susan Alberti used, I think it was about a week ago. Uh, I'll tell you what, if she's getting out on the socials showing her displeasure, um, you'd have to think, yeah, it's definitely a fall from grace, isn't it? Like it's, we, um, we
0: never want to upset Queen Susan. <laughs> no,
1: you definitely, you definitely don't. And as one of our um, co-hosts, I think, might have said, oh, you know, she's she's gone whack. <laughs> but um you know yeah, fair can go to her too because yeah you know, it's it's disappointing as I mean she's more than just a fan, right? And and yep. not to the Bulldogs again, but yeah, when you're when you're 0 and 6 and as you said, yes it was a few years ago, but you know, the Bulldogs for the first years were always a contender, always up there. Yep, they were But this year, you know, they've probably struggled the last couple of years, but this year they've just dropped off and, and you know, the other thing is when even your coach comes out and is saying the professionalism, the standards of the group, you know, are not where they need to be, you kind of think, well, if the coach is saying that, you know, what's up? Like, why are they, you know? Yeah. As the, the head of the, the club, you know, what can they do about it? Like, but what, what is missing, particularly this season?
0: Yeah. It, um, I mean, there are standards that need to be met to be in the team and play. So, um, and of course, that contrasts quite starkly with <laughs> no pun intended, stark <laughs> um, with the, the words of Craig Starcevich, who's champagne
1: um, comedy there.
0: <laughs> I know. Look, I can go all night. Oh, um.
1: <laughs> just like kiss at the grand final.
0: I want to rock and roll all, all night. night party every day. Well, it may have been partying all night and all day that got these two players excluded from round six. And um, I did like that um, the coach was being diplomatic, but he was also being pretty forthright about his expectations and how far short they had fallen. So they didn't play. He did say that they had... Um, I'm not sure if they had a scratch match or what, but they played in some match that wasn't the AFLW and proved their worth and and so he reckoned that they would be back in next week. But but that's the difference, right? Two players don't meet the standards, they don't play. If you've got a whole team not meeting the standards, there's more. Well, that, you that can't is a problem sit out a whole than, team, can you? No, you can't sit out a whole team. Bring, bring in the train on squad.
1: Yeah, it's not it's, it's not a couple of seasons ago in COVID where you know things were were different and and I don't say bring in the
0: replacement. wasn't that 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 movie with Keanu Reeves, um, the replacements. Yes, chicks dig scars. Chicks do uh, dig dig, yeah. dig scars, but, uh, but you you got to be uh, good at
1: it. <laughs> yeah, very very contrasting. But uh, yeah, it's look hopefully for the Bulldogs, you know they they turn things around, they find their mojo, so to speak. And, um, yeah, but you'd have to think regardless of what happens the rest of the season, um, there's probably going to be some, uh, if they haven't already started, uh, you know, a bit of a review down at the uh, the kennel.
0: Yeah, well, look, next week they play Adelaide, so you can just wipe that off the list. The week after that, Sydney. Well, Sydney's on a bit of a roll, so. um, Yeah, well, they are on a roll, aren't
1: they? Getting their first win on the, uh, on the road, I think. Um history-making.
0: Look, maybe they'll win in round nine against West Coast Eagles. It's a horrible way to talk about it, but, but you know, that's the, probably their only chance. And who did they play in the last? Oh, well, the last round 10 is against North. No, scratch that off. So you've got one chance. Good luck. Anyway, so let's talk about Swans. This is Maddie Follier and you're listening to The Coat Hangers. Yes, let's talk about the Swans.
1: Before we go into the Swans review, I just want to point yes. out, because I am a stats person. Do mm. like my footy history. Mm. Because the Swans didn't win a game last year, and this is the first to- this round was the first time the Giants won. It's the first time in competition history that both New South Wales based teams have won in the same round for AFLW. So ah. there you go. I would Thanks call the Friday fun facts. Except it's not a Friday. <laughs>
0: No, that's good. I didn't realize that I hadn't noticed it um, until now. It's been a seesaw. Well,
1: now it's gonna yeah, now stick in your in mind this, forever. In this season, of
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> but yes, yeah. let's get on to the, the game. Um, I know you so go look. Some... I
0: my, my comments, they tried very hard to lose it. <laughs> it, did that
1: I way, was,
0: it. I was yelling at the TV screen. I think my neighbors are gonna, they must have heard you in Alberton. Well, I think they might have. I just could not believe some of the things I was seeing. I'm um, I...
1: lucky though. Like looking at the score line, three twelve port to Sydney's six nine. So, I mean, I know you said Swans tried hard to to lose it, but you know, port three twelve. When you've got fifteen scoring shots to, or sorry, yes, yeah, same amount of scoring shots, and the Swans win by fifteen points. Yeah. Um yeah. Swans are probably a bit bit fortunate with your naked kicking, but at the same time, um I've really been excited by the Swans this season as a whole. Like Yes. You know, that's what that's their third win, so they're they're three and three, I think. Um and they're playing better footy, they're playing more exciting footy from last year. Um and you know, like we always talk about Colin Malloy and Ellie Morfort, um, Gardner. I think it's Gardner. What a season she's having for the Swans. Yeah. Like, she's she's doing so, so good. Um, and, you know, we looked at Port having inaccurate kicking, but on the flip side, I mean, 6-9, same amount of scoring shots. 6-9 is not great uh, for accuracy, but uh, I guess it shows that the Swans at least made the most of their opportunities as compared to Port. But, um, yeah, it was... Uh, Yeah, I think the Swans have been the most improved side um,
0: across the comp for me. Well, I mean, they have to be, don't they? I mean, winless last season. Well, yes. Big, (laughs) big change to their list as well. Um, But it's good. It it is great to see, and it's great to see. um, It's great to see the results with a coach who has a fine record in women's footy. Yep. Someone who's been brought in from somewhere else and has no idea. Um you know this is a coach who who goes what I hadn't realized is he goes so far back in in the women's footy in the VFLW or even in the VWFL that he can he can call players that he coached in Diamond Creek and say, hey, do you want to come to Sydney? It's yeah. lovely up here. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's yeah, certainly um, – and, you know, we speak about some of those players, but it's not – like, It's you mentioned the Swans have done great recruiting. They've had a big turnover. But it's not just the calibre of players that they bring on field. It's the off-field stuff as well. Like it really seems to have given the group a whole lot more confidence. Um, but, you know, young ones coming through, like Ella Heads, she was there last season, but she's such an improved player. Yes. As well, you know. And and then you talk about some of their recruits and you talk about the improvement every week. I mean, I think last week when it was just me, all I talked about was Ali Moore. You know, like, they've had a heap of players, the ones that have stuck with them, have improved. they are 40 new ones that have, you know, they've performed almost, even a Chloe Malloy. Like, everyone knew how good she was. Yeah, but even for me, I think <clears throat> she's taken a step up. You know, she's spending, I think, more time in the midfield, and I think her possessions are even more impactful than they would have been. You know, at Collingwood in her time there.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: So yes, they tried hard to lose, but I'll tell you what was still. It's been really <laughs> exciting. Um, you know, to see them as a whole over this season improve.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think we've probably said. All we can, and and hats off to Scott Gowans. But, look, you, you've you just reminded me, and I should have acknowledged this at the start, um, best on ground last week, one Loz Hodgson, who, who carried this team on her own back. Who would have thought <laughs> I could talk on my own for 25 <laughs>
1: minutes? I mean. The
0: smooth operator, the solo <laughs> um the the solo performer thank you so much loz um we would not have had a show last week if it were not for you
1: no that's right well
0: you know for a cliche
1: a <laughs> cliche i just played my role
0: you played your role you put the uh, team first you can you
1: can sound yes. grab that if you like i'll give you permission and remember
0: glory lasts forever <laughs> I'm Lisa Steen and you're listening to The Coat Hanger. <laughs> okay. How about we have a look at the leading goal kickers, Loz?
1: Yes, let's get the stats up because I do like my stats. So Love Eden stats. Zanker, Uh another demon. She's overtaken Kate Hoare. She's now on top with 15 goals. Kate Hoare uh, is on 14. I think that's what she was uh, last week. Jamie Stanton's on 13. And in equal fourth, we've got Talia Randall who kicked a bag of five. Uh, this week and Chloe Shear from the Cats they're both on 12 so uh, there's the top five goal kickers so uh, yeah it's it's pretty pretty good you know where I think the average um, I reckon the average score would be per game is higher than uh, you know than it has been before and uh, you know it's nice when you you see a, a couple of bags of four or five here and there, and I think most rounds this season, fee we've we've had a bag of four or five, and I think once we had a bag of six. So, yeah, it's been really exciting for the forwards.
0: Yeah, um, let I know we we're focusing on Sydney teams, but can we just take a moment to to tip our caps to um, Gold Coast. That was a that win. So I was watching that game and they won with one behind. On, in fact, the the ball went through the small sticks <laughs> after the the siren um, blasted. So it was it was an absolute cracker and uh, I I just think it was so fabulous. Um, and I'm just trying to bring up some stats there.
1: Well, whilst you're doing that, it's also not the first time, uh, although it happened in the men's, that uh, the Suns beat the Tigers with a uh, a kick after the siren. A couple of seasons ago, said so it, it was in the men's, but uh, the Suns um, kicked a goal after the siren to beat the Tigers. So, unfortunately for the Tigers, it's a, a familiar feeling. But I'll tell you what, I mentioned before that I think Sydney are the most improved side. Mm. I think Gold Coast aren't too far behind them. And yeah. They've been, you know, in the comp for a few more years, but... You Know they've played
0: some really exciting footy this season. Um, I am actually trying to see who was to kick that final behind. Oh, god, it's, I can't find it anyway. Um, you need a drum roll. I do, but it, it that'll just put more pressure on me, and I can't handle that. Um,
1: so you won't be kicking for goal after the
0: siren. <laughs> I won't be sorry. Oh, god, that so was you a bit out. of a <laughs> a bit of a anti-climax, wasn't it? Um, but good on them, I reckon. Good on you, Sons. Okay, how about Rising Stars?
1: I'm Catherine Smith and you're listening to the Coat Hanger. We've got those this
0: week, haven't we? Yep, we'll,
1: we'll mention them. Um, so we've got uh Charlotte Baskaran from the Hawks. Uh She had 14 disposals, 12 tackles, two clearances on the weekend. And from the bombers we've got Amber Clark with 16 disposals, two goals and three tackles. So uh well done to uh both players and their clubs there. Yep. Tipping! Tipping! Tipping. Now let's let's uh let's build up the anticipation, right? Okay. So Everyone might think it's all about who's at the top, and we will mention the people at the top for this comp. We've got Christopher W, who only tip. I should I shouldn't say things like this. Only tipped five for the weekend, uh, but he's on top with forty two. In second place, how is does t- that in- work?
0: He only, he only got five right, so he's been very very right throughout this comp, has he? Is that how that works?
1: I would say so and okay. some of the others towards the bottom not going to name names but would be very very wrong. Uh now in second place is <laughs> CD. Uh he's on 41, he tipped 7. Looks like I think Kiwi if I'm reading this right is in third equal third. Uh she tipped 6 and she's on equal third with Rachel uh, who tips Look, three. I'm just going to
0: I'm going to issue Kiwi with a please explain. I don't understand how that happened. She's been rubbish throughout
1: <laughs> well you know maybe she's maybe she's tipping instead of me because if we scroll down the list a bit and we have to scroll down a bit
0: sorry let peter me let me peter just holden, let me just scroll down whoosh, well,
1: whoosh i'm building whoosh. up the anticipation right <laughs> so our friend from wolf radio peter holden is in 10 on 38 right? brief
0: cheerio to you pete
1: that's right susan from briar hill who may be my mother He's on 37. Fee Lamb is also on 37. (laughs) Well, you know, she might disown me in my performance. That's why I say, mate, my mother is only above you on, uh, you know, points differentiation. Now, let's just scroll down. Scroll down. Oh, and in 29th out of 33, Lozatron tipped three this week (laughs) and is on a total of 30. So I can't hide from it, but I tell you <clears> what, looking at the positives, I'm
0: not on the bottom. Look, you're not on the bottom, but look, uh, Troy, Crush, Thompson, you're now down near um near the bottom. Uh, Michael Schillino, what's going on down near the bottom? I guess you've been tipping giants every week, and I don't blame you. That's fine. i um, have been
1: following some of my tips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fernie Fern. Is the bottom of the bottom. Come on, Fernie. I want you to get off the bottom. But I do need to point something out here, okay? This is going to hurt. Are you ready? So there's another There's another kind of character here. I'm not sure if this is how you're supposed to do competitions. Probably not. But I created another account so that the account, that the comp was held under a, a name, the Code Hanger Footy Show, and I've put my own name there, which gets a little bit complicated. That account... Well that player, if you like, does not tip. What that means is the default is the away team. <laughs> I'm just watching I'm just watching Loz on my monitor because she's she's um she's dying a, a death. <laughs> well, so what I'm that watching. means is that that uh the the account that doesn't tip is doing better than loss. But what I'm hearing, <laughs> and Fernie that's and it. Peter, and Brandon, and Heath, come on, guys! <laughs> well, I said it last
1: week that don't follow my tips. And what I should do is tip, and then just pick the opposite. Yes. Who knows? Maybe I should do that this week. Maybe I should not tip, and at least I'd be even with the coat hanger. But. <laughs> If I'm even with the coat hanger and already behind, I'm never going to jump in front. So, gotta take a risk. <laughs> These well, are the limits. Yep.
0: That's right. That's right. Yes, I just realised what you said because you'll just keep you'll keep on a level, and that's not going to help anyone, is it? No. No. Least of all me. <laughs> Oh god! All right. Well, quickly, who are you tipping next week? All right. Uh, do you want to just do the Sydney teams, or do you just want to point out a few, a few? Well, let's
1: do the headliners. We'll do the Sydney games, and then we'll see if yeah. we've got time. So, uh, who's first up? So, down at Marrabin, Saints host the Giants, and uh, look, according to the tipsters, ninety-six percent are picking the Saints, and for you, I must be honest, I think I'm going to go with the Saints as well. They're yeah, at home. Yes, the Giants had a win last week, but uh, yeah, it's the Saints for me.
0: Yeah,
1: and the Swans they play at uh 3 05 pm at good old Henson Park. 92 percent of tips is a tipping the Swans, only eight percent for the Hawks. And uh, I'm gonna go with the 92 percent. So, yeah. go hopefully, Swans. I haven't cursed the Swans with my tipping history. <laughs>
0: Any other uh, highlights from, for Any next week highlights? that you, Let's
1: have a look. you want to mention your tips for? I don't think it's going to be much fun for the Bulldogs against the Crows. I'm no. 99%. No. <laughs> Although I did hear, um, not to mention names, I did hear that one of the co-hosts might have tipped the Crows to win by about 14 goals or something. Uh,
0: let me just check. <laughs> You know, I, um, oh, no, my finger slipped, so now it's 96 points. Oh, there you go. Great now,
1: great great uh, what else points. have we got? Look, I, I think oh, that's not exactly going to be the, the game of the round, is it?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, oh, look, Collingwood and Carlton, arch rivals. There you go. And uh, I'm with the 78% it's, of the tip Collingwood there. It's got to
0: be Collingwood, hasn't it? It's got to be Oh, look, we're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're on fire are now that's right okay so let's see let's see just how good those tips are loz um
1: (laughs) Um, i'll be honest i ain't hopeful (laughs) sorry i'm hopeful i'm not expecting much
0: Yeah. All right, so just again, this this coming week, I mean, I say next week, but it's really this week, isn't it? It's all very confusing. You can see why we think yes, it's round six week, round five. this week, but it's one. the
1: next round.
0: <laughs> For round seven, <laughs> Giants meet Saints at RSEA, RSEA Park, Saturday the 14th of October at 1pm. Make sure you are watching that, please, or be there if you're in Melbourne. And as we said, Swan's play Hawks also on the 14th. Uh, which is Saturday, and that is um, that's at Henson
1: at 3.05pm uh, uh, kickoff. So, yeah, definitely uh, definitely get your tickets and uh, get along and uh should be a good game.
0: And that's uh, Sydney's home of women's footy, Henson Park. Uh, so be there. I won't be there. I'll be in Braidwood freezing my little tootsies off, but that's another story. Okay, so this has been round six show of the of the code hanger for aflw season eight so it's the review of the round six show yeah the review of the round of round six that's the show i get oh it oh god don't forget to catch the full version when we have the full version it's showing our podcast with extra content in the fifth quarter wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch us on our socials because there's more of that champagne comedy coming to you. We are at coat, coat oh my goodness we're at coat hanger footy on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and also Threads. Please like, rate, and review us. Give us a five star rating. Help people find us, and as always, for the best harbour views in women's footy. Tune in to the coat hanger. <laughs>